This episode is brought to you by FX's The Veil, starring Elizabeth Moss. FX's The Veil is an international spy thriller that follows two women as they play a deadly game of truth and lies on the road from Istanbul to Paris and London. One woman has a secret, and the other has a mission to reveal it before thousands of lives are lost. FX's The Veil, now streaming, only on Hulu. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Let's go. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Binge Town TV. We are here today to talk the season one finale, The Vampire Academy. But in addition to the usual Brian, Paul, and myself, we have a very fun guest here to help aid the recap. Now, this mystery man is a friend of the pod and an honorary member of Binge Town TV. You may know him from his role as Levitt in one of the greatest TV shows of all time, The 100. CW's Charmed. One of my personal faves, the final season of The Bold Type. But if you're listening to this, I bet you know him as Andre, a.k.a. Mr. Come Back to Life, only to turn Strigoi, Dragonmere. Welcome to your ears, Mr. Jason Diaz. Wow. Thank you very much for the grand entrance. Uh, how are you guys? Happy to be here. Excited to chat season one. It's been, uh, it's been a minute, guys. Happy to have you back on our screens. It took too long throughout season one. At least we got the sprinkles of you. But we were itching for some more Andre for sure. Yeah, I got. I gotta say, I'm a, a little shocked seeing you. Uh, you know, clean shaven right now because you're usually your face is just scarred and bloodied and still right <laughs> out of the accident. Um, at least you know the finale. They they let you uh, grow that beard out a little bit, and but but no blood. That must have been nice. Yeah, man. I tell you what, the prosthetics were a lot of fun until they weren't. <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, and. Like, that's a long time for a very quick scene. You know what I mean? Like, to be in that chair for, like, you know, for like two hours, you do, like, a 30-second scene. You're like, all right, sick. Let's go take it off. <laughs> well, I don't want to jump too far ahead, but you could have uh, some more prosthetics in your future in, uh, <laughs> in some episodes to come. And that is maybe a nice alluding to the end of the episode here. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's going to be sick. I don't know what we're doing with that, to be honest. But whatever it is, is going to be absolutely sick. Insane, like mind blown. I, like what a what a weird chain of emotions from episode end, end of episode nine to you know end of episode ten. It's like all right, so you, you just gave gave it back to us, and then you took them away. What the hell's going on? But they they kept you in it at least. The, they kept you a possibility. Thank God. I know that broke my heart. I had no idea we were doing that. <laughs> <laughs> I got the reveal, and then I read it in ten, and I was like, the fuck. <laughs> You know what it reminded me of? Have you guys seen that uh, the Simpsons meme where, or the gif or whatever, where the old the grandfather walks into the restaurant, hangs the hat, and it just dips. Yep, right. Of I was like, that's literally Andre this season. It's just like hey. <laughs> it was shocking. And if there's one thing like we learned is that Sonia in this episode, we kind of thought, wow, maybe she'll turn Shigui. There's something about Sonia. She's so pure. Like maybe she won't be as bad. No, she f- absolutely fucks up our dude Vic. 
in this episode. So I have like very low hopes for Andre being an actual like I don't care. Like it doesn't matter how if Sonia wasn't the most pure person of all time. She literally was. I feel like this is I I, I do see big good things like you could be like Christian's mom and be running shit. You know, but I don't think you're going to be a good guy. Back to my back to my Ted Bundy theories. Oh, my God. Okay. So first of all, when I heard that, I was like, that's fucking hilarious because it's so correct. And then as soon as you, I, I just listened today to the episode nine review, and uh, you had apologized. Yeah. For thinking that I was a villain, and I was like, well, check like, got her. Got her. Yeah. What's fun about the podcast today or with the chat today is I have literally no idea what we're doing with season two so i can speculate all i want i think Love that. I, think, I think because uh, I, I literally i have no idea i have no idea about season two so these are all just guesses I, in my mind i've written like nine different seasons of this show so <laughs> but yeah i don't know what we're doing with andre the Stragoy version like i know that uh i want to keep him somewhat similar like i don't i hope hopefully they don't make us all just be mindless Stragoy because that doesn't mm. Seem like it'll be fun. One of those zombie ones that are just yelling all the time. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> but like in episode nine, though, you guys were, I, I was listening to that moment with Sonia when she got exchanged and everyone still thinks she's just like one of those rabid Maroys, but I don't think they ever actually like, and I don't know this to be true. Like I said, I'm just talking <laughs> shit here, but like, cause theoretically she could have pretended to be manic or yeah. rabid. To get exactly. them to whatever, so, whatever, because Chogoy are still idiots, blah, 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 until it was time to exchange. Specifically with Vic, I feel like at this point in the series, he kind of had it coming. So that could have been like a mental choice of Sonia. All right, this guy has to go. And we see the Ozeros kind of still have their wits about them. I feel like we could just potentially see like a more aggressive Andre, like as much as he likes to talk shit as it is, which clearly he does. It might just be amped up a little bit, which I... I wouldn't mind seeing that. That's what I'm hoping. That's what I'm hoping. <laughs> it's got to be that. And then, and in this case, you got to play like charming ass Andre for the begin the pilot of sprinkle without. And then even in this episode, when Tatiana is like torturing you, like such so charming, like absolutely hanging from an from his wrist, so charming. <laughs> and now you get to be the villain. That's like an actor's dream. <laughs> you yeah, get you a guy who could do both. Absolutely. It's sick. And I'm hoping that next year, um, I'm hoping we can do some sort of like flashback ish things. Cause like, I really, if there's one thing I wish we got more of this season, it would be more of the Andre Lissa relationship. Mm-hmm. And it's like in, in like a normal fucking, not a car accident and not turning Stragoy yeah. or, or not coming back to life moment, you know, just like their actual, that's why I really love that episode nine scene in Victor's office with Andre and Lissa. Uh, so yeah, hopefully we get to do some badass shit next year with the Strigoi, and then hopefully we can do some flashbacks to uh, to Playboy Andre or his regular. Oh, Andre, hell yeah. So. Who is the better butt? Andre oh. or Mason? The, oh, that was, the, that was the question. That was the big <laughs> question everybody was wondering. Listen, Mason's got some nice cheeks. I don't know what to say. <laughs> A pluses, both of them. Did, did they tell you to do anything? Yeah. Like, to, like, do they tell you, all right, just go in there and just drop your pants? Or they're like, all right, squeeze your butt cheeks now. Like, I was like, dude, this is, this is wild. The camera's up in there. Dude, I have a hilarious story about this, actually. So, uh, 
Yes, it's literally they yell rolling and you just drop your pants. Uh, so this is my <laughs> this is the first like nudity I've ever done on screen. So uh, I, I was a nervous, not nervous, but for lack of a better word, nervous about it. And so I'm on set and we're doing it and they're yelling, uh, rolling, whatever. So we're doing scenes and all of a sudden, bro, they yell rolling. I drop my pants and just police sirens start going off <laughs> outside, outside, because we were shooting in a castle. So you're just this blaring police sirens and we're just holding. And I'm like, all right, this would be like two seconds. We'll just, we'll wait this out. Bro, like five minutes, like five minutes, which for me felt like 15 minutes. And I was just like, bro, I literally looked over at Billy, who was directing the first episode and Marguerite. And I was like, well, I hope they at least catch this fucking guy. Yeah. Uh, That's brutal. But yeah, that's how that goes. Can I, can I pull my pants up now? That's hysterical. And my other question for Andre this season is, are you a fan of Avatar The Last Airbender? You ever watched that when you were younger? I'm going to break your hearts right now. I've never watched the anime. I watched the god-awful movie, though. Mm. Uh, well, at least so you got I, some so, of it. So I know I didn't get a sense of the real <laughs> thing. That's like, that's like watching the Dragon Ball movie and thinking you know yeah that's a great comparison honestly but all i was gonna say it was probably so cool just to see yourself on screen become like a firebender and just blast that stuff that's that was like the coolest moment and again they were like oh yeah let's uh let's show show off how badass andre is and then just take it away again real quick yeah dude a hundred percent serious that was and probably like it's gonna be hard to top that moment on screen for myself because Dragon Ball Z, man, was my whole childhood. So to see the fucking dra- the fireball in the hand, I was like, man, that's top moment in my career for sure. Definitely. And, unless you want to actually cast me as Goku, in which case, that <laughs> yeah. was the topic. <laughs> I mean, yeah. That's but, the dream. Uh, but it's, it's funny you brought, you brought up the, the Airbender because Andre DeKim and I, who plays Christian, uh, throughout the season, we're just we're chatting about how fucking cool it would be next year. I don't know if you keep your magic once you turn Stragoy. I don't oh. think you. I do not think you do. But One thing know. we were talking about, and we were like, eh, "No idea," but that'd be yeah, really cool. I, yeah, I don't think you keep your magic once you turn Stragoy. But if you do. We were talking about how sick it would be to have like one of those Game of Thrones, the zombie dragon versus the real dragon. Yeah. Oh my god! With the blue fire on the regular fire. Damn. Oh my god! So sick. You and Christian just like yeah. facing off against each other. Oh my god, that me, would be me insane. And Andre, me and Andre are secretly just writing a Dragon Ball Z movie into. <laughs> into That's perfect. Show. Well, I mean, you weren't even supposed to be alive if the books are to be believed, so they can do whatever the hell they want, honestly. And if it's a Strigoi firebender that they want, give the people what they want. I mean, come on. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. And I, uh, yeah, I mean, I love I love that because when I first booked, and or not booked, when I got the audition and I saw the role was Andre and I went to prep it and I started reading the books and this guy was literally dead as of page one. I'm pretty sure on page one, it's like, Lissa, whose family, Andre, dead. I was like, what the fuck? So, um, All right, I got my character down. Let's, uh, let me shoot <laughs> on yeah. I was like, I was like, oh, just make it up. All right, no problem. And that, well, to be fair, that was actually one of the most exciting parts, too, was that, like, nobody had any preconceived ideas, really, of who Andre was. So I could kind of just 
do whatever I wanted in terms of what they gave me with the script, which other actors didn't necessarily have that same kind of freedom because there was already that like, Dimitri's supposed to be this and Rose is supposed to be that. Yep. So that was it. That was a lot of fun too. So well, great decision by Julie Pleck, if you ask me, to keep Andre alive. You can ask me too. I would back that up. There you go. I'll never what? say anything bad about Julie Pleck. So you have my blessing. <laughs> yeah, he really won't. Jason, what is the response you've gotten from fans since you weren't supposed to be alive? Have you got what's the like reviews? Honestly, not too much because I, I don't really spend too much time on social media these days, okay. or, or I try not to. But um, for the finale and for episode nine, it's been uh, it's been fun. Like I've been getting some fun, some fun like no way reactions. Not um, as ravenous as the hundred fan base. Not yet, yeah, but the hundred fans had seven years to gear up. We got we got some yeah. more years. We got some more years to go there. But yeah, no, the the, the reaction has been nothing but excite excitement. Like I, I was curious to know how the book fans would take it because it is such a departure from from the books. But they've everyone's been great. I, I'm yet to get to get hate mail, guys. No hate mail yet. But I'm gonna start going next season, so maybe I'll get time. <laughs> The people who've been interacting with us on Twitter and such have been angels. They answer every question we pr- we propose on or pose on the pod. They answer within two seconds. They got our back. So they're they're great. And it is a departure from the hundred fans, yeah, which were fi- tweeting some crazy things at us at some point. Yeah, it's such a it's such a like a positive fan base that that I've noticed. Like the few times that I, yeah. like I go on and, and everything every, people send me on Twitter, everything's always positive. So, so yeah. So near the beginning of this podcast, did I hear you say something about Kathleen's previous opinions about Ramitri? Did I hear that right? You refer to Dimitri and Rose as Ramitri. And yeah, did you disagree with Kathleen? How so? That is the ship name, correct? Correct. We'll allow it. <laughs> all right, all right. I really like Rose and Dimitri. My thing with Rose and Dimitri is uh, it's more about like Dimitri came in, right, to be Lissa's guardian. Where'd my man go? My sister's been on her own for like five episodes, bro. <laughs> These royal Maroi can't be tamed. Everyone, they're just running off and doing whatever the fuck they want is what it is. This is true, which I mean leads me to like Jesse. Jesse is my, my favorite, one of my favorite characters on the show, man. That guy is hilarious. Oh my god, that is a hot take. That and is the is. hottest take you could no, say. But the thing is, the thing is, like, if you know fucking Joseph Olman and like who Joseph actually is versus the character of Jesse, just makes one makes makes one of my favorite characters on the show. It's absolutely hilarious. So how is the actor um, different from the character? Because he's such a like He's such an innocent, like goofball-y character. Like he's oh. such a sweet, he's such a sweetheart of a guy. And uh like I'll never forget, I was in uh we were shooting one of the episodes and we were at a hotel and um some some like uh guest stars for that episode specific were mm-hmm. also staying at the hotel, but we'd never met them, right? So I go into the I go into the uh the lounge and Joe's sitting there and I'm like, hey. And there was another group behind them and they were like looking at me and I was like, Oh, I wonder if they're on the show. Like I I've never seen them before. So I lean over to Joe and I'm like, Hey dude, is are they on the show? And this fucking guy turns around, he's like, Oh them? Oh yeah, yeah, they're on the show. <laughs> it was like this fucking guy, dude. <laughs> That's awesome. You're on blast. <laughs> 
like immediately. But then looked at me and was like, what, what's the problem? What I, like, what I do? Genuinely <laughs> did not do it like to be like, aha. Like, oh, oh, then? It's such an innocent guy. And then you get his character in the show who's like sneaking out, apparently like draining humans to the point of death and then just getting this nuts grabbed by his father constantly in <laughs> the shit beat out of him. Yeah, I think that's an interesting character, man. I'm excited to see where they go with him. This was and a Silver. big episode for his development. Lots yeah, more layers to peel back in season two. Yeah, that's a big step there, deciding to to lock his dad out of the car. What's his dad's name? Dane. To lock Dane out of the car. Daddy Zeklos. Yeah. Lord Daddy Zeklos. Lord Daddy Zeklos. Yeah. Lord Daddy Zeklos. Zaddy. Dead Lord Daddy Zeklos. Yeah, he may yeah, be a strip boy, too. He got what he deserved. He really did. I mean, Fuck that guy. I don't think one person was like, oh, man, I really like Dane. I wish yeah. oh, that was my favorite. <laughs> that was my favorite character. Early in the episode, he uses another freaking council member as a human shield or a vampire shield, you say. Yeah, like, this guy is a fucking yeah. dick. Yeah. How, about that, how about that same scene where Tatiana is like, one second to the damn pier, lets him chill for like 10 seconds, then it's like, alright, go yeah, in, like, save him. Like, so we gotta make sure one, at least one of them die. Give it a, mm-hmm. give it a <laughs> Make it dramatic. And that brings up like a huge question. Did we always know that she was just like, controlling those higher guardians like why did they just listen to her and like unless oh, they're sick they're all in on it like um so i don't know <laughs> <laughs> i don't know actually because that was actually a question that i had when i when i watched the episode i was like wait i mean maybe because she was like the runner-up for queen and victor's nowhere to be seen so yeah perhaps like maybe there's a temporary default of power or something so we also learned that Tatiana can fight like a damn peer, with, which Andre comments about. Maybe like in her past, she catered some respect within the damn peer community because she trained with them. I don't know what's going on there, but that that means something that she can scrap. Yeah, I honestly, I wish I had an answer for you on this one, because yeah. that is like, I, I don't know what she is. I don't know if she I don't know what her tie to the Strigoi is. As of like how, like how, like why is she working with the Ozeras? I don't think we know that yet. As a viewer, what is your opinion of Tatiana? Do you respect, you know, the political savviness and baller moves that she's making, or are you just like fuck this girl? She's after my little sister. I love Tatiana as a villain. I think AJ is a badass. Um, I hate her. Of course, <laughs> but, naturally. But, like, but I, I just think I love what AJ does with Tatiana. I think she's, it's a really well written character. I think, I think her plan makes sense. Cause sometimes you watch those and like, your plan doesn't make any sense. What is, like, you know? Uh, yeah. <laughs> I think your plan makes sense. And I think, and I don't think we've heard the whole plan yet. Cause like, I don't like, we, they haven't revealed any of her background besides the yeah. fact that she is niece to yeah high priest yes uh yes um, yeah yeah no i think it's great and i to be honest i don't know why she ever tried diplomacy in the first place actually as i say it i've answered my question if you, can, <laughs> if you can do it without bloodshed why not might as well but um, she was probably begging for it she wanted the bloodshed yeah um, really and, and her her uh 
she was played so well, you know, she was always so confident, even the first mm-hmm. episode, the little glimpse of you got at her. And I was thinking, you know, maybe, maybe that's why the guardians listened to her at the end. They were like, shit, dude. She's like really confident about like telling us to wait a second. Maybe she knows something we don't. <laughs> that was a very assertive hand motion. <laughs> yeah. I just felt a sense. <laughs> I mean, we can kind of talk through the Tatiana Andre storyline because I said it on episode nine. I thought that the reveal of Andre and Tatiana, that was just like such a sick reveal. I had no, I had no idea she was going to be working with the Strigoi. I always thought she was kind of using the Strigoi to her advantage, but I didn't think she was going to be fucking working with the Strigoi. So her, her walking you through the plans and being like, uh, you're going to teach me to basically torturing you being like, teach me how to be queen or Lissa gets it is like, was so sick i love that whole entire thing and then the moment you realize that she doesn't actually want to stay queen and rule it's so i'm like what the fuck is her motive what does she want to do what is what is being the queen give you that she couldn't do otherwise do, do you guys have any guesses we all, can all speculate now all i can say is that this episode they introduced a third faction which is the alchemists who may or may not have been those people we saw mid-season who came in after mm. the Strigoi attack there. I'm not sure if they're the same people, but they seem powerful and not to be trifled with, and maybe they are part of Tatiana's bigger designs, but, you know, your guess is as good as mine. Yeah. I think that's exactly who the Alchemist are. I think those, uh, the gold tattoo yeah. crew is uh, are the Alchemists, I believe. I believe that's right. No, yeah. Um, yeah, so that entire sequence with AJ was, uh, yeah, I love that. I thought it was great. I just, they, um, at, like the scenes that we filmed were more of like an interrogation feel. Whereas in the edit, it ended up being more of like a, um, a, mo- a montage yeah. sequence almost. Um, but yeah, I know it was great. I think the dynamic between Andre and Tatiana is great because she has all the power. This is a theme with all my bookings, man. I just get like my ass warped by badass women that just string me up for fucking six months at a time. Uh, hey, if you're into that. You know? I, I'm into yeah, watching like, it. He has like, you know, he's in this weird, like that. the thing that was fun about it was you're in this position where it's like he doesn't want to reveal anything that he considers relevant or important to actually assist her. He's given her information that he thinks is irrelevant. Mm-hmm. You know, like he didn't think she was going to go and murder our entire bloodline to not have a quorum. Um, yep. Hardcore. <laughs> Brutal. You know what I'm saying? Like, hey, yeah. like A plus for commitment, I guess. But uh, that's just Andre didn't think that was in the cards, man. Yeah. So because I have seen that. I've seen people that are like, so this fucking guy just told her everything. And I was like, well, no, that wasn't. Yeah. Yeah. There's no way like he would just give that away. Like it's it's, she was in like the worst situation. It's like, all right, I either don't give Tatiana anything and just listen dies, or I slowly give her information over time to basically take out Lissa and the rest of the family. It's like, all right, obviously you're gonna take the one where you can try to like drag it out as long as you can. Um, but exactly what you're saying, you just like had to give her enough information to get her off your back for a little bit. Until she came back and asking for more, and it's like worst possible situation for you there, like mentally. Yeah, yeah, it's exactly that, and also hoping that in the meantime somebody like 
figures this situation out while I'm just chilling, strapped up in this whatever that thing was. <laughs> yeah, I was getting beat up by uh, Christian's mom. <laughs> Yo, so much fun. <laughs> so much fun. I cannot wait to do like real stunts next year. As a watch, I'm going to be the calmest boy you've ever seen, and I don't see <laughs> a single fucking thing. I just stand there looking menacing the whole time. Yeah. Uh, I was going to compliment your shit housing because you were totally coaxing her on, just like, ha, not supposed to kill me yet. Yeah. So well played. Thank you. Thank- yeah, that was fun. <laughs> I- I'm, I'm really glad that they. Uh, I-, I love. I love the energy and the the sarcasm and the sense of humor that they gave Andre. I think it's yeah. a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun to play, which is why I hope we don't get rid of it next year. <laughs> yeah. I think he's such a fun, like banter character. Like he's just such a little shit. Yeah. He's so witty uh, and quick with it, with every response too. It's the best part. Not even just in this scene, like in uh, episode nine, we were talking about in Victor's office when, you know, the list is just pouring her heart out and he's like, Wah! just like sarcastically, <laughs> yeah. like, in around, like cry me a river. Um, and I loved in this scene too, in, in 10, when you're like, you're smirking, you're like, ah, you can't kill me yet. Like she storms out and then like your face changes. Like, oh, fuck. That kind of hurt actually. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah. so good. Yeah, man. I, th- uh, that, that little part was, um, that little part was hilarious because the owl originally was because the fucking wire that they had me strung up from just pinched the shit out of me. <laughs> Like, dude, I like I could have sworn I was like, yeah, that, that definitely cut me for sure. Did not, did not. I was just, <laughs> I was just being a baby. But like, the original, <laughs> I was like, oh fuck, and I was like, oh wait, that that works. That makes sense. I mean, like, that makes sense. Let's keep that. That's incredible. Um, what was the first half of your question? Uh, I was just talking about on um, how like how quick he is like with responses and how witty he is oh, in, in that yeah. scene with Lissa when he's just like, wah. <laughs> yeah, no. So what I was going to say, I love that we showed that there was originally in the pilot. I don't know if anyone has said this. I think I'm allowed to say this. I don't see why not. Um, there was there was a deleted scene or a, a cut scene that didn't make the edit. Um, so after Andre romances Tatiana in the closet. Mm. Uh, so the what, the reason he has to leave is because it's like the, the, he has to be there for the Queen's happy birthday song, whatever, whatever that. So we shot a scene where Andre arrives by the queen as they're blowing out the candles. And then he gives this big speech addressing um, the guests at the queen's birthday party. Uh, And they cut it. And I was so disappointed that they cut it because it was the only scene in the first season that really showed the like, Andre knows his shit Mm. side of it, like that kingly side, because you hear about it all season. But you never, but you never see it, right? You just hear, like, all you see is that he was great at romancing, and also <laughs> that he like likes to talk shit and yeah, joke, and joke around. But you don't see that like kingly, that like I can run a dominion kind of vibe. And uh, but yeah, so they dropped that scene. So that is what I'm looking forward to next season as well is showing. Hopefully, we get to show some of like the leadership qualities because you hear so much about it, but you haven't seen it. Yeah. Like person pretty... in turn struck away. <laughs> yeah. It actually yeah, that, is yeah. a great point. <laughs> You're going to might be a strategical advantage. We'll, we'll see. So speaking of one leader, why don't we go to the other leader? Oh my gosh. Leader. Our queen. Who oh, did we know her name girl. was Marina? 
I think did they, they just dropped that said okay. it before. Yeah. Either way, R.I.P. I thought she had a pretty solid death and was just importing all of her queenly wisdom onto Lissa while she's freaking out. And this entire season, I just fell in love with the queen character. Kathleen, you said her line reads were just so money. Last episode, we're fucked, aren't we, Harold? Like, come on, this <laughs> this chick doesn't give a shit and was just a great character. So R.I.P. to her. Yeah, it's probably a really fun scene to shoot in episode one. You've been talking to her. Yeah, really, though. Yeah. Pixie is a G. That lady <laughs> is hilarious. Um, I remember the first table read. I can't remember what the line was. But as you were saying what her line read, she just had mm-hmm. this one little witty line that she came up with. And I was sitting right beside her. And I was just dying. But it was one of those, like, you know, when you're trying not to laugh because we were on Zoom with, like, all the producers of yeah. – peacock and so I'm, it was literally the first table read and i'm sitting there like a jackass just like in my shirt trying not to laugh <laughs> um, yeah but that's what you want you want the people in the room to be like that's a good line that's yeah. a great line he's like oh that's a good too good too good get him out of here <laughs> <laughs> yeah um but yeah no she, she was great man i thought she was fantastic all season um and i thought as a character i thought the queen was dope too like the way like it makes sense to me the way the queen was writing that line because it's like she got her pick which was Lissa. That didn't go anywhere. You don't get a second pick. And now it's like, now you have the Game of Thrones, so to speak. So, yeah, um, yeah she was great. And I actually, uh, and that, uh, that last scene with the Queen and Lissa was fantastic. Mm. Um, and then even at the end, that little line that she had where she said, well, I, I bloody well hope not. Yeah. Was yeah. adorable as well. It's just the cutest lady in the history of ladies. <laughs> She's the best one ever. Well, uh, she really did slay for like 10 episodes straight every time she was on screen, but not even in her death, like through walls, she saved Lissa one last time with her air bending powers. Like, how the fuck did she do that? Yeah, how? Tell me. I, I'm calling a little BS on that, but I loved every second of it. Um, it's magic. <laughs> Nah, right. yeah, she, she was so in tune with her surroundings that she knew exactly where she needed to shoot that last little fu- wind. It was just down the tunnel. The wind has nowhere to go but the tunnel walls. She could have so. just took Lissa straight out, just like whomped her right down. That's what I was <laughs> thinking, I don't, yeah. I don't know why the wind did an effect Lissa. <laughs> so I was looking for it because I was like, this is a little ridiculous. But yeah. Lissa did like step through a doorway. So she yeah. was no longer in the tunnel. So at least that tracks. Okay. Okay, good, good, good. Because I was going to say that would be hilarious. Lissa just <laughs> right out, yeah. there, right out <laughs> oh, the shit. Of the wall. <laughs> I will say the guardian who was watching the guardians were so quick to be like, there's no doctors. And also I have to leave. <laughs> yeah. Okay. See. Ya. <laughs> yeah. They're like, Oh, Oh, you're poisoned. Um, <laughs> not much we can do. So anyways, I'm in a dip. You guys are good here. Right. But we're not fuck the future queen. We're going to leave her right there. That we're was for dipping. That was my point. Like, I, you're, you're just, I get you're going to fight, but are, isn't your goal to protect, like, the, the, the one in line, which is right next to you? <laughs> it was weird. Oh, yeah. Well, I think there were still guards outside that door because when Lissa was coming down, there were some dead ones. And I'm assuming that's Dragoy. I got you. Uh, I just think it was that. I think that guy was um, the queen's personal guardian. 
yeah the way like the way like all royals have mm-hmm. so like he, he left her but i think Lissa's people were still yeah, that was funny. actually one of the questions i had you know going in, into this not that you will have the answer but i was like what happened to that guy because she called him i think his name was like felix um mm-hmm. and he was like one of the best uh guardians ever and i was like what happened to him i wanted to see him kicking some ass so i'm assuming he died and here's why uh because he knows that lissa didn't poison the queen yes and that was that was yeah. going to be my other point like all right tatiana starting this whole rumor but there's people that were there that you know saw the body and uh, but i guess Tatiana. yeah just- so so unless unless they are alive and we'll get to that in in season two or uh or they're dead because they would know that so and that just screws up Tatiana's whole shit. Yeah, that just screws up Tatiana's whole shit. I mean, I would be scared yeah. to speak up. Before we come off the Andre stuff, because I will circle back to it, I wanted to say you got, you were talking about doing stunts. I literally have in my notes, like, does this man do his own stunts? Because you were tied up. You ripped it down. You immediately did the wrist. You, like, went to the thing, sparked the, sparked the flint or whatever, flames, barrel roll out of the door like it was like a pretty sick montage for only having and them only letting you have like two good episodes of you being alive you fucking yeah. crushed because that was sick yeah thank you, yeah. Thank you. <laughs> i um so i'm so glad how you hype this up because i'm gonna chat about that like hanging slash jumping off and all that bit not the barrel roll because i'll get to that too it's a sore okay. spot so the drop that drop down that was one take. We had no time in the day left. They were like, all right, so you have to drop one time. And I was like, what the fuck? Okay. So we're hanging there. And as we, when we were filming it, it was a real, like, heavy ass hook. And I had asked the director, I'm like, yo, that's not like the hook that's fallen. Right? Because, <laughs> it's gonna, it's because, above me. <laughs> yeah. Because like, you know, <laughs> no. And he was like, and he was like, yeah, 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 that's the hook. And I was like, Oh, okay. He's like, yeah, like we're gonna swing you forward and then we're gonna drop it and you're gonna fall. And I was like, all right, cool. So <laughs> we filmed like the all like the rest of the takes we had with me just hanging there. And this whole time in the back of my mind, I was like, Dude, there's no fucking way that's the hook we're using. <laughs> it turns out it was not the hook we were using. So I was like, You little <laughs> shit, man. I'm sitting I've been sitting here for like two hours stressing about this hook. Uh and then it ended up being only one take, and I was like, Oh, sick. Um but with the barrel roll, Jesse, who shot episodes four and five, came back to do pickup shots um, for the pilot. So he's the one who filmed the car accident scene. And I actually have to drop some stuff on my Instagram because there's great stuff that never that never made the cut. But one of them is you see a close up of Andre smashing his face mm-hmm. on the on the on the limo um, because that big because like that that like horror version of andre is supposed to be like the car accident version of andre right so like we never saw how we got that giant whatever so like there was a scene where i close up smashed my face long story short i actually smashed my face and i had like this big ball on my forehead for like two days and so jesse didn't want it so jesse was then doing the pickup shot of me doing the barrel roll so he didn't want to let me do the barrel roll and I was big mad. I was like, just I was like, I can't claim to do all my stunts if you don't let me do a fucking barrel roll out of here. <laughs> so that wasn't you? No, so he didn't let me do it. And so I did like I did some like shitty version of like just rolling and then to get up. But no, I did not come through the door because he didn't let me. That's Damn, it was a sick barrel roll. 
It was dope. It was dope. <laughs> yeah, whoever did that is the man. God. Yeah, yeah that, that, that epic look back and the <laughs> commercial, that was all me. That was all me. Yes, the faded commercial, perfect. I and mean, you look like an old woman, you know, hiding underneath you. Know, my wife, Kim, laughs at me all the time. She's like, it reminds me of a Disney cartoon with, with the cape just floating in the background as yeah. you run away. Yep, absolutely. That's <laughs> hysterical. <laughs> You got to protect the face at all at all costs. That, it is what it is. It's the money maker. I do, I do, but it's a barrel roll. It wasn't a die. <laughs> I don't know, man. Maybe Jesse made the right call. God, God forbid something happened. Or even worse, I would just get stuck on the door. Like, the door <laughs> wouldn't break. He'd be like, see, I told you there was a reason. <laughs> so coming out of the barrel roll scene, it seems like Andre goes to light. It was a pretty quick shot. It's when you get attacked by the Strigoi, but you just blast them with fire, but you're coming into or out of an apartment and you kind of like lock it and hide the key. That seemed noteworthy, like a special apartment or that you were acquiring something. Maybe that's where you got the little disc that you handed to Lissa. And I kind of want to bring that up because do you have any theories about that disc specifically that you can share? I don't know if you're privy to what it means or what. Uh, So one, that's just the crib. That's Andre's. Where? That's Andre's right. pad. Uh, two, that is exactly what he went there to get. And cool. also a fresh new outfit. And yeah, so he got whatever that is, obviously. It, I mean, I, I don't know what it is. But whatever it is, mm-hmm. obviously, explains whatever he assumes Tatiana to be. And I genuinely don't know more than that. I Because, um, to be honest, I don't, I'm not sure if, if, if there is a certain, like a, a positive answer as to what that is yet but yeah it's exciting because i don't think tatiana is just like a dompier or whatever i think she is something separate and i think if you, if you watch julie plex work she does like to really expand um the universes a lot so i do think i if i had to guess i don't think tatiana is a regular person of that like regular community so I'm in. Twice yeah. in the show with Andre scenes, I've said famous last words. Like everything bad's about to happen. One in the car list is like, "What could what, this is the best day of my life? Everything's amazing." Crash. Two, you grab Lissa's shoulders in this episode, and you're like, "You're like, I'll tell you everything in time." Flop. No way. Struggle. Like I was like, "Come the <laughs> fuck on." <laughs> Yeah, dude, I was I was so sad that there wasn't a bit more of that Andre and Lissa reunion. I uh, I really like Andre and Lissa together. I don't know really why I like it so much together. I think it's just I really like working with Danny. Um, and I think that I think the lore of this show is so cool. And oh, yeah. uh, for like for me, I really enjoyed the political storyline that they had. I thought that was a lot of fun. And so like. It's just an interesting dynamic to have Andre back. I mean, less so now, I guess, because he's struggling. So I don't see them. I don't see them welcoming him with open arms. Yeah. Wouldn't that be hilarious? Andre just doesn't change at all. He's just like, no, I'm chilling. What's up? <laughs> <laughs> he just, he just like, awesome. He's like, oh, this? Don't worry about it. I'm, I'm cool. I'm cool. Just keep me out of the sunlight. I'm good. <laughs> 
I don't want to skip over that uh, the Alyssa and Andre reunion because that was actually really good. I don't know how many takes that took, but it, it the end product was fucking perfect. Um, it was honestly, I was like tearing up a little bit. I've been emotional lately. I don't know what the hell's going on, <laughs> but I was like, I was like, oh my god! Like, can you imagine like your your sibling is dead and then all of a sudden they just appear in front of you out of nowhere? Like, how would you react? And of course, she was like, "Oh, well, yeah, I'm fucking crazy. I'm just seeing stuff." Mm-hmm. But like that, the emotional acting there was, was was insane. As soon as you know that that trigger flipped. Yeah. Well, first of all, thank you. And Danny crushed it that day. That poor girl um, had to cry a lot. Oh yeah, I was, <laughs> was going to say that. That poor girl had to cry a lot that day. Um, yeah, I love that they added that she thought it was the vision, Andre, I, that she's yeah. been that she's been seeing. I think that just makes so much sense. Yeah. Um, I love that they had Mia there for mm-hmm. Andre to just be like, what's up? And then <laughs> just go back. We're just doing Mia dirty. I don't know why Andre just keeps yeah. shitting on Mia, but he does. <laughs> Weren't we supposed to be married? Oh yeah. What's up? By the way. Yeah. You know, the, that was my favorite when we, oh, hang on, I'm going to finish my thoughts on this list scene first. Um, <laughs> And then, yeah, I think the actual reunion, I, I'm very happy with how it turned out. I'm glad you guys liked it. But, um, yeah, when I read it, I was like, that's like we're just going to interrupt it just like that. It just dies again. <laughs> uh, but it, it creates such a heartbreaking like um, character arc for Lissa. This girl literally had this guy die twice. And in the span of like of five minutes, not even, he resurrected and died again. Yeah. Uh, this time, in, literally in front of her, as she's like, you know, but yeah, I thought I thought it came out really good. Very happy with that, and hopefully, like I said, I hope that next year, uh, Andre and Lissa get a lot of uh, get a lot of stuff. Well, you're right. The acting for Lissa, like post the scene, she did an amazing job of feeling like there's nothing left. Like she was already giving all of her light to those who need to be healed anyway. Let alone seeing your brother die for a second time. So. A plus. I agree. I wish you two got more scenes because I just thought in general, I think Andre with Lissa would have just like deepened Lissa's character a little more. By mm. the end, I was full in on Lissa's character again. But in the middle, she was probably like consistently her storylines or at least her parts in it were probably like my least favorite. Not that they weren't all good. I love I loved it all. But I was like, oh, was was noticing that it wasn't as like every time Rose is on the screen, she's like kicking someone's ass or like doing something that I'm like, Oh, this is fucking good and hot and good. I love it. But with Lissa, I feel like it took some time. I think Andre would have helped with that. I mean, Rose is really Lissa's only like deep connection and they had seemed to separate a lot during it. But her and Christian, again, were brand new. You can tell they're brand new. They don't have to me. They didn't have like that deep, deep, connection that Andre and Lissa would have had that goes back yeah. and her parents are dead. And so I think, I mean, I didn't Lissa's character had an uphill battle this season, season, obviously, but um, I was glad by the end. I think it's, I think it set it up for a perfect season two. Um, but yeah. On that. Yes, I agree. I think season two is going to be sick with where yeah. they left everything. Um, mm-hmm. but, but also I agree. And I think Lissa with the Lissa character, you also had a lot to set up this season. Oh you have yeah. To set yep. up the relationship with Christian. You have to set up the uh the not specializing and then the discovery of spirit. Um and then you had all the family stuff with with Andre, and then you can include Rose as family in that if you want. And then also um you have to deal with the political stuff. 
So it is a lot, like it's a lot 100%. In, in that character arc, which is why like it does pay off nicely at the end. So um, I think the actress crushed at what they gave. I just yeah. thought that by yeah. the end, she, it, her character was finally like in a spot where I'm like, fuck yeah. Like the spirit stuff was coming too. Mm-hmm. And I mean, the show itself was at a climax of just fucking like from eight, nine, ten. They they were just all rise, but I feel like eight, nine, ten, Meatball and Brian were just like, let's fucking go after sure. every after every episode. So as the show itself, it just builds itself up. So I'm glad Liz is in a good spot now. I mean, she's not in a good spot. She's in a shitty spot, but um, right. But yeah, good TV. I just for me, I think and I love like I love the first four episodes, but the first four episodes are very much um, setting up what the season is to be for me episode five to ten slaps mm-hmm. like yeah. I, I still think episode five is one of my favorite episodes of this season which one uh, was that where Matt, that's where max dies um Mikhail, Mikhail dies. yeah oh, absolutely yeah yeah that was a great episode strigoi Mikhail, they made him look good yeah he was sick <laughs> yeah with the piercing and, red eyes and so like that's my question is because of seeing that Oh, well, I'm, I'm over here doing my acting homework with you guys now, but be, like, I'm, I'm assuming, or my guess is that when you first turn Stergoy, it takes time to evolve into uh, Christian's parents, like a more yes intelligent. Definitely. Story. So, like, I feel like there is a period of where you're where you're Mikhail and you're just that like rabid Stergoy, and then if you live long enough, you so become more evolved. What did you think? I don't know if you heard our theory that like Mikhail was such a strong Strigoi because he was a very well respected and strong Dampier. Do you think there's something to that or all Strigoi equal? Or if you were a strong dude before, are you a strong Strigoi? Honestly, I'm not, I hope so because I think Andre was strong. So Andre, Andre would be, would be looking good. Yes. And, and second, I, uh, I honestly don't know because if I'm being honest, I think the Strigoi power levels have been a little. Unclear. Hard to read, definitely. Like, like, I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure we literally say in one episode, uh, that it takes multiple Dompier to kill a Strigoi. And then literally we're making jokes while killing Strigoi in the finale. So I'm like, I'm like, there's a bit of like, uh, like, I don't know what the power there is. I may, it might be that if you are a stronger normal dude, when you turn Strigoi, you become, it's super powered to boy. Uh, yeah. I'm not sure. There might there might be a reason for that. I have no idea. We were also even classes of Strigoi. Yes, definitely. And we we were even talking about uh, saying maybe like uh, if a royal turns, that's different than you know if a, a normal uh, Maroi turns. Like maybe a royal would have like all this intelligence like uh, locked in. But I ex- exactly what you're saying. Like even with Sonia, she was super feral in the beginning. But this, we saw a little bit of restraint. Almost her like trying to talk, but I don't know. Maybe that was just her showing her fangs. But I definitely see like a Strigoi Andre just like be- being what we talked about, just actually like coordinating shit and being intelligent. Um, and it would be interesting to see if they ha- if he uh, has any humanity. Well, not humanity. Vampanity is that what you call it? <laughs> Um, like for Lissa, for his family left, or if he really is like Christian's parents, because Christian's parents are just like, "Hey, Christian, fuck you." Yeah. <laughs> Literally. Yeah, yeah. I um, I feel like it would be a lot more fun if he did, right? Or was this like 
I'm going to kill you, but like, I don't want to kill you, but like, I'm going to kill you because probably, <laughs> probably Strigoi is wanting to kill people. So that's what I would imagine is going to be happening. I also just remembered that uh, Julie Pleck, Julie Pleck, so I can't get in trouble, Peacock Universal, whoever else could potentially listen, uh, released a statement about Andre next season that I can't actually read and I forgot about that. Have you guys seen no. this? No. no. Hell yeah. So basically it was, uh, we thought it was interesting. Here is this man who had all this natural charisma and leadership abilities. Check. Uh, fuck, I lost myself now. Uh, <laughs> leadership abilities, uh, who was bred to be king. And at the end of the season in which we see the Strigoi mobilizing and strategizing for the first time ever in their evolution, what could the Strigoi army look like under the rule of a man like Andre Dragon? <gasps> Wow. So okay. potentially so potentially we lead the Strigoi. Who knows? Fuck yeah. I we might need, know. We need that peacock <laughs> renew confirmation. Announcement. No. Don't even talk to me about this. Every day I listen to my girl. Don't renew yet? No, not yet. I'm like, let me message Daniela. No, she's like, let me message Kieran. I'm like, yo, does anybody know if this thing's been renewed yet? Unfortunately, we do not. So I am anxiously anticipating that. Although I feel like we have to, no? I feel like I have faith. I have faith. The fans are very loyal. Yeah. And I, I feel like it, it hit well. I mean, I don't know, like numbers wise, I have no idea. But in terms of audience reception, I feel like it hit well. So hopefully, uh hopefully we get that announcement sooner than later. Also, like with a name like Julie Pleck, I feel like you you can move forward knowing that she has had other like like very successful projects. You know what I mean? I, yeah, I feel like it's absolutely. a slam dunk. Absolutely. If you're going to bet on anyone, I mean, someone like Julie Plack seems like a very safe bet. Yeah, um, right. She's done, it, especially with this genre, she's done it so many times. Like, show me so, a flop that Julie Plack has put out. Literally. Can't do it. Exactly. <laughs> so, um, and it's season one. And now that her and, and, and the rest of the writing room has everything set up and in place to where they want it to go, I think season two is going to be sick. I love where everyone ends up. I love that Christian is now uh, monk. Is Christian, yeah, Christian's now a monk. Head of and his Mary, family. And, so and he's kind of like head of his family. But so is Jesse is now head of his family, I believe. True. Mm-hmm. Um, so they're going to have some of that back and forth on in like the political thing. Perhaps there might not even be a political thing under Tatiana's reign. What or am I they... trying to say? I keep saying a thing like. <laughs> <laughs> well, they could be like the new victor trying to fight the oppressive not that marina was oppressive but there were oppressive people on the council so they could be the voice of reason and goodness fighting against tatiana so that could be a really good narrative to follow in season two yeah exactly there's that uh rose and lissa are on the run with rose's dad's phone number wild i thought Um, that was a beautiful like we started the series Knowing that Rose and Alyssa just wanted to get the fuck out of there. They're like, let's go. Let's live our lives. Let's be besties. And they didn't get that. And they've had some big turmoil. And there, some of the Rose and Alyssa scenes are some of my favorite just because I love friendship. So I, I'm hoping we get more of that. Seems kind of silly because the show is literally about these two, but they did spend a lot of time separate. But, but to finish my thought, um, closing out with them leaving, even though that it's not, they're getting literally forced out. I mm-hmm. thought that was like a beautiful way to end. I, I, they wrapped it up like chef, absolutely, absolutely chef's kiss. And Rose's dad was a great reveal. I'm like, yeah, oh, yeah. go. Who are we getting as the actor? <laughs> yeah, Rose's I, dad. 
I agree. I think Rose's mom is awesome. Uh, oh my God. Lor- Lorna? It's Lorna, right? No. I think that's... What's, the, her, what's her name? Janine. Lorna is her actual name, I believe. Janine. Uh, Janine, yeah. Janine is awesome as well. I think she was such a badass, that lady. But, um, yeah. I don't know where the girls are off to. I think it's awesome that, like, they wanted to leave her, like, party life. And now it's the complete opposite. But they're getting yeah. to leave anyway. And also, Lisa, I don't think Lisa knows what happened to Andre. I mean, like, maybe because, like, I think she sees Moira, like, feed him the blood, but she doesn't have, like, confirmation that he is a Strigoi. So that would be, I look forward to that reveal. And Yeah, definitely. She's probably just handling things one at a time right now. Like, oh, fuck, she's... (laughs) She's going to be like, can I stop having Andre drama in my fucking life, Yeah, I thought I was over it. I was good. died twice, now he's back, Jesus Christ. I thought for sure that when Andre gets chomped, it was going to be like the Dimitri thing where they're like, the Heil, the Heil die down, like just chill here. And I was like, oh my God, he is just sitting there like a big center cut piece of steak, like just waiting to get fucking rocked. And then the mom came in and that's amazing. But that was scary because anytime Mr. Goy walks in, I'm like, these dead beers are going to get their ass beaten. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Mr. Goy look cool, eh? Yeah. Mr. Goy looks sick. Mr. Goy looks sick. Yeah, but anyway, I did think it was just going to be like, oh, you're bitten, you're just out of commission, and we're not going to hear more about Tatiana. I thought at least uh, Christian's mom, I mean, Tatiana literally gave orders, don't kill him. Technically, she didn't kill you. She just turned you Strigoi, which is basically the same Mm -hmm. fucking thing. But, I mean... Tatiana's either going to be really pissed about that or she's pretty sure that you're going to be able to give counsel even as a Shrigoi. So I feel like Tatiana definitely still needs you. So my question is, what is Andre's vibe when he wakes up as Shrigoi? Does he partner up with Moira and Tatiana? Is he out to get Moira and Tatiana? I don't know what they're doing with that. Like, Like, I don't, I don't think there's, I don't, as per my understanding, I don't think there's any sort of like, sire bond type thing with Tatiana, right? So it's like, I don't think I would wake up and just be like, oh. Mm. So, uh, so I don't know. I might like, I might be out to get Tatiana. I might not even be after Lissa and Rose next year. I might be after Tatiana and Moira next year. I have no idea. I didn't even think of that. It does seem like (laughs) it does seem like the Strigoi at the very least ride for each other. So, like, you wouldn't be anti-Strigoi, at least, when you woke up Strigoi. But well, maybe. He could But be. maybe. You know, you're a very special Strigoi. <laughs> Andre Dragomir. Well, they do call it, they do, they do say the Strigoi call it an awakening, right? So it could very well be yeah. one of those things where he wakes up and realizes that it's all been bullshit. Yeah, that would you know? be nuts. I have a feeling you and, uh, you and Victor are going to wake up next to each other. And be like, holy oh, shit. Yeah. Like that'd be sick. We're starting the fucking Strigoi Avengers. Yeah. I didn't yeah. even think that he could still be alive and just well Yeah, that he could be Strigoi too. You read that was a pretty off scene death or whatever. Um what? go ahead. I was gonna say go what ahead. a downfall for Victor. Like that just he was like this, and then he just went womp, like dude, he was the, one of the best. He was the king, he was big dick Vic. I was like yeah. hyping him up so much. I'm going to be honest. Yo, controversial takes all day. I was like, 
is there really anything wrong with what Vic is doing here? I, I was like, like hey. I was like, yeah, I get it. I get it. It's not <laughs> nice. It's not nice. But I'm like, yo, this is a guy who literally his daughter turns Strigoi so he could become king. He doesn't know that it's an option that Lissa's going to go back and be like, give me, give me back. There's no take backs in the fucking Game of Thrones. What's happening? So she goes and she gets the throne back. He didn't know that was an option. So he's like, yo, Tatiana is going to get the throne. Sonya's going to go Strigoi for nothing. So like, yo, fucking Lissa, take a nap for an hour and heal me real quick. That's her sister, dude. <laughs> if he continued to make her heal him afterwards, then maybe. Yes. I agree, man. Sonya was Sonya was the one pushing it. Like, I'm going to heal you. You even go back and look. And he was like, look, you're tired. Like, you recover. And she's like, no, 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 no. I got you. I'm not going to lose you, too. So it's like, come yeah, on. I mean, it's like, not that bad. He didn't put up, like, a fight. <laughs> <laughs> But he, he sure did imply that he would like her not to do it. Oh, come on. Stop it. Don't yeah, hit me. No. Yeah. No. Where? On the couch? Okay. <laughs> so after he had such a bad last episode, I did really appreciate that at two points in this episode, he was like, Mia, can you ever forgive me? And I don't even think she says a word to him. Just like heel turns, walks the other way. And he says the same thing to Stragoy Sonia, who literally kills him. After not Ooh. saying a word. So those were just too satisfying. No, nah, dude, you you fucked up big time. We do not forgive you. Yeah, but speaking of Mia, give her props for this episode and the season with the scenes she's got. She fucking crushes and killing it. And she's going to regret in season two, not saying anything to her dad and not forgiving him or not talking to him because now. Oh he's, yeah, he's a Strigoi or he's dead as fuck. So that's going to yeah. be more sad scenes for Mia. But she's so good. Her and Meredith were great this episode. I'm glad they finally reunited, and we're like good to go. I mean, they're all fucking depressed and shit, uh, you know? they were dang, good to go. But... They were good to go for a while, yeah. Kathleen. Come on, we all <laughs> saw the hospital scene. I uh, and my poor boy Mason. My poor boy Mason just kept getting cuffed yeah. all season and then broke his back. Unbelievable. Yeah. Literally, nice guys finish last is what I'm getting from from and Mason. And then you get your ass beat and your back broken. Like that's not cool. Yeah, poor guy. he's the one leading the charge to protect him, and then he's like casualty number one. Yeah, this poor guy. I mean, he took out some Strigoi. That flying, that like flying knee or whatever he was doing there. That yeah, was that was all right. <laughs> Before we yeah, move right. on from Meredith, can we talk about the freaking tunnels? Like, what are yeah. these tunnels? Why does this girl know about them? And my immediate reaction was when we saw the alchemist symbols in there was like, are her parents alchemists or something? And she's leading this double life. I almost thought, because like you said, Julie Pleck loves to expand the world. It's like, mm-hmm. is she a werewolf? Are they bringing werewolves <laughs> into this bitch? Mm-hmm. Like, she's got something going on. And I'm glad she has like a little secret to be revealed. So... This is what they say. The alchemist symbols, like per the human treaty, it's their job to keep us secret in the human world and to provide Maroy with feeders, which is lit because I was truly like, who? if there's a human treaty and humans don't know, how the fuck are humans like in here being feeders? Two, yeah. I, I mean, ha- I was thinking Mer- Meredith m- must be some sort of descendant of an alchemist too, but what are they? If they hate Dampiers and Maroy like they say they do in this, what the fuck? Could it be? And how is how is Meredith born out of that if they aren't one of those two? You know what I mean? 
Yes. So first of all, I would assume there's definitely something going on there. Like she's just the only person. I mean, until uh, Janine just randomly shows up in the tunnel, but she is before that the only person that knows about these tunnels. Um, yeah, and they're alchemist tunnels. Um, so yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know what that is. Is she an alchemist? Did she escape from alchemists? Like, because um, I like they, from what I understood in that episode, like seven when they're seeing that uh the mystic lady uh whatever yeah her title mm-hmm. was because they come to like get rid of the bodies and stuff so they do like vampire world cleanup so oh I my god know so sick. Like, yeah done i know i feel like it would kind of that was a very nice whistle by the way that, that, was. that translated beautifully <laughs> <laughs> thank you <laughs> it would kind of track that she's an alchemist because People aren't allowed to just leave the Dominion whenever they want, but it seems like the damn peer higher-ups are just like, yeah, whatever, Meredith's out on leave visiting her family. And they said that only, like, the highest of the highs know about the alchemists. So, like, Mm -hmm. maybe they would just be like, yeah, go do your alchemist business. We'll just cover for you, say you're visiting your mom, like, so nobody gets suspicious. Well, I don't know why she like if she was an alchemist, why would she be pretending to be a Dompier? Like they are apparently more are like the way Dimitri speaks of them makes me think that they're more powerful than Dompier. So why would she yeah. be like pretending and then also getting her ass whooped by Rose? That's fair. You know, I, I feel like I feel like with the with the way Dimitri spoke about alchemists, I'm assuming they're they're badasses. So um, yeah, yeah. Maybe should be times what you're saying. She's like the liaison between the alchemist she like gets the feeders to bring them into the to the yeah. castle or something like that um because yeah, yeah do, do the, the, feeders, are- the feeders just leave the wards right and go like out into the world so many questions the- so many questions so little answers because yeah. I'm, I'm trying to remember like how dampiers are are even made can you make a human one i don't think oh you can. okay i got you i got you. Oh, please <laughs> please i've been listening to your reviews and i was like bro you guys got to figure this out man yes this is yeah, a finale it's the finale so, we don't even fucking know so per my understanding a the original dampier was made when a vampire mated with a human they are considered uh it's con- oh my gosh, I'm blanking on the word here, but it's it's sh- uh, frowned upon. Like you're not supposed to mate with humans. It's considered disgusting. Whatever, whatever. Uh, that created the first Dom Pier. Now you can make Dom Piers when a Maroi mates with a Dom Pier. So Maroi Dom Pier creates Dom Pier. So it's still half human, half vampire. So. The mating okay. between a vampire and a human only happened once to make the OG one, but it was taboo. I can't confirm the kill count for you, but that <laughs> was how the original that was how the original Dompier was made. Gotcha. What kind of insider information? How how'd you get that? Because I watched the show and I didn't know that. <laughs> yes, but I am Andre Dragomir, future king of the Dominion, so I know how to get down and make Dompier. That's that is true. If I know something, I know Andre knows how to get down. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, so that's how you make Don Pierre Strigoi. I believe I believe all Strigoi used to be Maroi. I don't think there's ever been anybody born Strigoi. Uh, I think I think they're all just converted, right? Or Dampier, Dampier or Maroi. 
are sugar because like Mikhail was a damn parent. I'm sorry. Yes. But that's because yes. So he was turned. Yes, yeah. That's yeah. right. Cause you, you can be turned. Yes. Yes. Um, but to become like a nat, a natural, an organic strigoi is uh, Maroi because you can feed to kill. Right. Or you, that's all you, yeah, you can feed, feed to kill or die with their blood, with their blood in your. Yeah. I truly thought the queen accidentally killed the feeder and was like, I'm getting cold. Fuck. Like, I'm turning yeah. strigoi right now. And I was Ooh, like, Lissa is so done I. for. <laughs> Yo, I didn't even think of that. That would have been crazy. Yeah, they take it away really fast. They're like, it was poison. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, yeah. oh, okay, fuck. Like, oh, no. You know what? Actually, speaking about the queen, so this also breaks my heart. So another cutscene. Uh, so the queen was supposed, or we filmed the scene where the queen dies with Andre. So it's one of the the way the way it was written in the script. It's one of those like the the two stories are happening simultaneously. The way they did in this edit except Lissa leaves and then Andre kind of enters. So like they kind of just miss each other is how that kind of thing was set up. And I, and I'm only telling you this because Paul asked about uh, how it was like working with Pixie. Um, Cause we did have a final scene where it was, uh, where it was Andre and the queen and the queen passes away with Andre. But oh. they had a, yeah, it was such a fucking cute scene, man. They're cutting all the, the Andre Queen love. I know. We love just, it. Makes me upset. Well, yeah. Yeah, but it's I know, but it's such an action-packed finale. Like there's so much shit going on. And also the problem with um or or the trouble with bringing this random new character in, because essentially Andre's a brand new character, um, into your finale when you have already so many like intense storylines going on. It's really hard to keep like forcing the show back into this new character because i care about this for a second mm, um yeah and and plus the way the scene with Lissa and the queen plays out it's such a beautiful ending uh, to that character so um, i have i have two background questions one is really background were you in spain the whole time or are they flying you to and fro i was in spain for the majority of the time i came wow. back for, for my wedding part two uh, oh, yes. because nice. of COVID. Congrats and then, to our guy. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Congrats. And, and then, to Jim, of course. And then, um, and then I was there for the majority of the time, but that was also like an agreed thing between us because traveling to, to Pamplona, Spain specifically, was such a pain in the ass, uh, and especially with COVID. Uh, mm-hmm. So I was just like, bro, just keep me here. I'll just live the Spanish life for fucking six months or whatever it is. And that's it. But yeah, it was a long, it was a long stay for the that's amount. It's amazing. What, uh, what was like your favorite thing to do for fun off the set while you were there? I'm going to be honest with you, bro. Not much. Gotcha. Gotcha. <laughs> so, so here's the, object. so here's the thing. So Pamplona is a very, it's a fucking beautiful city, but it's a very old school european city which means like they take their naps in the middle of the day like the shops and shit so like literally the entire town would shut down from like noon to like 6 7 p.m wow and we're just like what do we do in the summer it was sick because like the cast like we'd all go to the park or whatever and and do something but in the winter it doesn't snow but it rains a lot so we didn't really go out so eating eating is my answer to your question eating yeah. there you go hi i can relate and to also that. and also card games mostly with uh oh my god mia mia which her name is mia in real life as well um and her husband we got along all real well drew liner oh my god the whole cast but um the three or the four of us really got hooked on this card game called gambino and bro, the amount of i'm a professional 
if I ever stop acting, I'm going to become a professional Gambino player. <laughs> I never heard of it. Uh, so like, just... neither, neither had I. Neither had I. And it's very confusing. Very confusing, especially to like, it's a very easy game to get once you start going, but to explain it, it's impossible. Is that just with like deck of 52 cards or is that like a specialty game? Like no, no, deck deck. Deck. no, no. Oh, deck. gotcha. I'll have to look yeah, that yeah, up. Yeah. Regular deck. And also, I want it on record on some form of media that uh, Mia's husband, Tom, or fiance, Tom, they got engaged during the show. Very exciting. Nice. Um, he's a cheater at that game, and he never officially beat me fair and square one time. So Damn. Now, that, now, now that that is officially out there, I can, I can rest easy. We'll clip <laughs> it. We'll send it to him. Yeah. Perfect. Just direct message. <laughs> <laughs> Just putting you That's, on blast. Uh, if, God forbid, season two never happens you can always go on record as the champion of gambino of card games you know undefeated officially yeah there you go until anyone on the cast comes out and claims otherwise i am forever undefeated <laughs> i'm that's what i'm clipping and then you're gonna get absolutely bombarded with your castmates <laughs> just being like what the fuck i want to talk quick about Ramitri because we definitely talked about mason a little bit and how he was just kind of getting dicked over i didn't think they those two actually like broke up and then rose was making out with dimitri and i was like oh shit this is kind of i was like i don't want to think here because i'm a fan of both i know that like the fandom is a uh, is a romitri house right like mm-hmm. they want that but i'm fresh i've never never read a single line of a single book not mm-hmm. not any book so i don't know but i'm easily like you can sway me anyway well first jason what mm-hmm. do you think specifically about the two, where we ended with this final scene with Dimitri and Rosa, you know, it was very cute. So what do you think? I, uh, first of all, to touch on Mason quick, that Drew Liner was in another one of those situations that's just tough for an actor, man, because like you're coming in for the most part, the book fans loving Rosa and Dimitri already. <clears throat> and now you got Drew. They're like, hey, go get him, buddy. It was literally, you know what it was fucking like? It was like coming in as love it with fucking Lincoln in the background. And yep. then they decide to go and put Lincoln's paint on her face at the end. And I was like, bruh. <laughs> I was like... <laughs> I was like Disrespect. Gonna, How do you compete with that? going to cut me like this? I'm like, and then you want me to put it on? I almost had a heart attack. That's Levitt erasure at I'm its, like, at its highest form. I had a heart attack. Uh, but yeah, you're like Drew. Drew is in that same situation, and I think he did such a great job because you do root for for Mason. But I think Rose and Demetri are great. I think that can, they have a great chemistry. I, I think uh, you buy it. It's hot. It's steamy. Yeah, I love it. But I, and I will say though, if we're being fair, Rose does Mason dirty. Yeah, like that poor guy. Like she just immediately like, oh, you don't want me right now? Okay, one second, Mason. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Used and abused. Always happily like yes. Yeah, I know. Yeah, he's that. He's that's it. Mason's the one. He's like, I'm never talking to her again, huh? Oh yes, I'm coming again. I'm coming. Yeah, like, yeah. No, no. Now his, now his, uh, his back is broken or whatever. Yeah, he's going to be like, "Where's Rose?" They're going to be like, "Dude, she dipped immediately. She doesn't even know you're alive." Yeah, he's going to wake up. Oh, I can't wait to see Rose next to my a hospital bed and then it's someone completely different and they're like what yeah. happened and rose was like oh like you were in the hospital so i want to go make out with dimitri you know who so, they're gonna have that? they need to they need to bring in the mason to mason you know the girl that just like 
lobs Mason, but Mason's too busy to fucking lose. <laughs> they just got to introduce her next season. That'd As he's in bed, just fuming, and she's beside him. Like, yes. <laughs> He's like, oh, sorry, Rose called. I gotta go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah, Rose and Demetri are dope. I think, um, I think Rose is a badass character. I really like Rose. I think oh, yeah. uh, I would again. It's like I would like to know how or not how. I would like how she is so powerful, or sorry, how powerful is she? That yeah. Point. Because uh, because there's times where she just dummies Strigoi's like they're nothing, and then there's times where she doesn't. So I mean, but maybe she just has like good days and bad days. Who knows? Also, what's with her spidey sense? Is that because it's not because of the link with Mia, right? Is it or is that it's a link with so, Melissa? I thought. Oh, I'm sorry, that's what I meant. That's what. Get it right, Paul. I, I'm so embarrassed. <laughs> I, uh, I. So this is. I think I heard this somewhere, but if not, I'm just talking shit, and this is a theory. I think it's because she died, so she can sense the dead. That's hot. Oh. That's, that's cool. Hot. That's so hot. Brian bought that go, so fast. I'm gonna, go, I'm, gonna, I'm, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with that theory. That way, it's my idea. Uh, but I do think <laughs> I do think I heard that somewhere. I think I think she has she has the connection with Lissa because of the crash. But then because she died and was resurrected, she consents to death. Ah, a little shadow kiss. Okay. And, and, if, and if it's not what actually happened, then Julie Plath, you can use that. That's no problem. <laughs> Rewrite that. Rewrite that. Writing yeah. credits, though. Writing. Yeah, credits. yeah. Of course, of course, of course. Jason Diaz has to pop up twice on that thing. <laughs> we need the Jason Diaz cut too of all your cut scenes. Agreed. Of, Drop oh, it on I the Blu-ray. Them. I would love them. I haven't even seen them. <laughs> I was. That was going to be my second question earlier. I was going to say, do you not know until the release of what got cut? That's so interesting. Yeah. Well, no. So they had told me that. Uh, well, sorry, they didn't tell me that that was cut, but they sent towards the end. They sent some like rewrites of the script, whatever, and then you could just see that it was cut. But it made it did it, like it like obviously it's a it big good, fancy yeah. speech. I was like, mm. I want it to be shown, but yeah. but like it was a very especially for that like for the pilot, it was a very like content heavy speech. Like if you don't understand what's going on. Yeah. in the dominion between the factions of like the air users and shit then like you don't it's like it's cool there's a speech and there's a guy doing a speech and it's fun but like you don't understand what he's saying and it's confusing again like if we do some sort of like flashback thing in season two there's no saying they can't eventually uh Love show it. that scene so. that's what i was gonna say i i have high hopes or high visions of season two opening with that speech and then just showing everybody it was showing all the because i was gonna say that speech, if you're given, you know, literally the whole dominion is there, all the representatives, that's one of the only times everybody's there in, in the room. Mm-hmm. So it, it was, it would be really cool to show all those characters then and in their higher up positions and then now and just how like torn down everything is and struggle with this and struggle with that. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. And it was a fun, it was a fun, like, little back and forth like dick measuring contest between andre high priestess irene and marie carter oh. you know who marie carter is right mm. marie carter is the lady that Den Zek- dane zeckles puts in front of her yes the one that was always oh, like okay. yeah send yeah. the, send the Stragoy out to the whatever whatever protect the royals <laughs> protect the royals yeah, yeah yeah the one that victor the one that victor calls a monster mm-hmm. uh so it was like a it was like a dick measuring contest between the three of us because like they want to keep shit as it is right like they are that that like patriarchy of power and they want to keep it that way 
And then Andre's this dick who's like, nah, we should like share this shit. And so <laughs> it was it was funny. It was like they like because the way it starts off is they kind of like try and check him in front of everyone, and then he just checks better. Script, so yeah. that's I awesome. That. Um, but yeah, I hope I hopefully they release that in, in some form because I would love to see that. How about everyone just assuming that Andre's dead even though there's no body? How about that? <laughs> Uh, the, <laughs> out of the limo. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest about this. One. I'm gonna be honest. I read this and I was like, hmm. no. I was like, I got nothing. I got nothing for this. One. I'm like, I'm like. First of all, can we talk about? So this is what I've been saying all season. I'm like, can we talk about the fucking disrespect that Lissa wakes up in a fucking car accident and is like, oh my brother, fuck that guy. Where's yes. my friend? <laughs> oh, yeah, let's go. Go heal my friend. She's like, oh, she's like. First of all, she doesn't care about Andre. She doesn't care about her mom. She doesn't care about her dad. She goes heals Alyssa. That's down the road. I'm like, yo, this is just purposeful disrespect. Conveniently forgets the entire thing too. Oh, I don't know. Yeah. Crazy. And then I'm just I make mean, maybe the Stragoy replaced like with like a burnt up body or something. Yeah. That but was like, my only guess. But we saw in the finale that they pulled Andre from the car, and then we didn't see them like replace a body. So maybe yeah, that's a yeah. TBD. Maybe that's a TBD continued uh, plot. I would like oh. to think that they cover it's covered. You know, like we didn't see it, but there's a there's a charred body there. It, yeah, it made me so. feel better that they showed the Ozeros like taking you out of the car that leads me to believe they were smart enough to put something back in like a, a charred body or something I don't know yeah 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 exactly so hopefully I mean that's what I think that's what I'm going with they just <laughs> yeah. like, I, refuse to, I refuse to believe my dominion buried two bodies and an empty pocket <laughs> and was like ah a future king, I'm pretty sure he's dead. Like, Are we missing something? Good enough. Yeah, like, yeah, I'm just uh, fucking name with the queen or something. I don't know. <laughs> That's awesome. Do you guys think that um, Lissa being framed for the queen is gonna last longer than like the pilot? I've, or not the pilot, the premiere of season two. I feel like that's gonna be like solved pretty quickly. It's just kind of why they have to get out of town right now, type of deal. I was going opposite. Oh, really? I was going to be like, gonna be that's going to be a like season long thing. And, and yep. you know, Jason, you were talking about Julie Pleck um, expanding the world. I mean, this was just going to be a whole another adventure into, you know, the human world or wherever they're adventuring. And I pictured that going, you know, half of season two, maybe all of it. Okay. But, like it. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I definitely think that I, I if I had to guess, I'd say they're probably going to keep them on the road for a bit. Um, because if you if you reveal or oh, sorry, if it is discovered that tatiana's full of shit right away then she's gonna lose the crown mm-hmm. immediately because she lied and also i mean but also she said she didn't want to be queen for long so yeah what the i don't fuck know i don't mean? know what she wants as queen she wouldn't <laughs> fucking answer andre he asked multiple times <laughs> it was kind of rude uh, honestly it is disrespectful like i answered so many of her questions she didn't answer <laughs> a goddamn single one of mine yeah, and then I think uh I th- yeah, I think they're gonna keep him on the road for a bit and it's gonna be uh trying to prove Tatiana wrong kind of thing. I like that. I was thinking in my brain that she could be exonerated without Tatiana being found out because all they're saying is you're the last person with her, you're a person of interest. That's true. So I was just thinking like maybe she's exonerated so she can come back, but Tatiana because they gotta bring him back. Like I can't imagine they're on the road for that long. We need some like kissing. So- Yes, yeah. the boys. You got, more you, got butts. Li- 
none of this none of the ships are together exactly literally meredith and mia i think is it i think that's it which is a top ship I mean, they can carry yeah. the romance scenes for a they while. Can. That's fine. Yeah, but yeah, they're great. No, they fucking absolutely. Yeah, they're great. I uh, and it's all partly also because like the the character Mia is such like a fucking funny like you know like her energy with 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 uh, Meredith is so good. She's such uh, that she grounds Mia really nicely, which is fun. But yeah, other than that, Victor and I forgot his name, Robert. Richard? Robert. Uh, Where's both. he been, by the way? He's just been well, gone the past couple of. Well, Barry and his family. Yeah. No, yeah, Mia had said that uh, he had to go do something for like his job, even mm. with all the shit going on. I think she said yeah. that in nine. Yeah, um, Papa. <laughs> yeah, it's correct. Papa had to leave, and so <laughs> he's off doing whatever. And then the, the main ships are all separated, so you got to bring them back eventually. Absolutely. Yeah. And also, can nobody has nobody mentioned the fucking goat line of the entire series, which is two, and they both belong to Christian, by the way. The first one was in the pilot when he got uh, where he's where she's like, "I wonder if you know the Maroi name for unicorn," and he's like, "The Maroi unicorn is Lissa." I was like, <laughs> and then again in the finale when she's like, "Can monks kiss?" And this fucking guy is like, let's live dangerously. Hell yeah. And I was like, what? <laughs> it's killing it. Like, that's, that's my favorite ship right there. I ain't heard Dimitri say no smooth lines like this. I I agree, man. I was like the number one Dimitri fan, but I was I was almost being let down with what he was doing. And Christian was just flying past him. I love uh, his reaction to this. is just like, we're married. And he's like, oh, cool. That's cool. He's like, I'm a monk. (laughs) (laughs) It was perfect. At first, I thought that was going to like negate the marriage. I thought they were going to be like, well, I'm a monk now, so I can't be married Mm -hmm. to you. I thought that's where it was going to go, but it seems like it could just be everything. Unless unless it does still go there, because I don't know if anybody is officially aware yet that they are married. Mm. Well, the high priestess being like, I decide who's a monk, and it's just like, it's Mm -hmm. you take it that yeah. that was crazy i was like she's talk about goats she's fucking that's that scene was fun high priestess irene in that scene was hilarious like the look Definitely. she gives him the moment he says hey i heard you lost the stake she's like you're a bitch <laughs> <laughs> i didn't fucking lose it it got stolen yeah. all right motherfucker <laughs> go find the bus like, <laughs> she was a badass too yeah, yeah. S- slice that stragoy that that scene where she has to tell everyone to mate earlier in the season also hilarious. Yeah, <laughs> do your duty is what they called it. And yeah, yeah. Jesse was like, "All right, I'll fucking go do my duty." <laughs> Didn't the queen have a savage line there? Didn't the queen say like right before she was like, "Oh, you mean tell them to fuck more?" Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Behind doors. Yeah. I love the f bombs in this show. That's a, that's what separate the butts and the f bombs separate this from a CW show. And definitely the butts. Yeah, we also, graduated. You know, what I, you know what I love the most about the butts or any sex scene that this show has had is the fact that they insist, and I love this, on smash cut sex scenes, bro. Fucking <laughs> hilarious! You're just watching some like completely different scene with like yeah. Rose and with Rose and Dimitri just like sweet talking each other, and then it's like. But <laughs> yeah, it doesn't that even was, give you a chance. 
Yeah, seriously. It throws you right into the sexual montage. No foreplay. It's good stuff. This was a this was a good show. I, how's working for Peacock? Peacock's like brand new. What what's it like? Yeah, it's great. Well, I mean, we we shot in Spain, so like I don't know if it's different if you shoot out in in the states mm-hmm. with it or not. But uh, but it was great. I mean, it felt like the same as everything else. Um, oh, cool. Yeah, it was fun. I hope it's doing well. Like I obviously in Canada we don't have Peacock. Did you know that Canada is on episode seven right now? What? Wow. Spoiler alert. <laughs> The disrespect is so wild. We are on episode seven. And then also, like, we, because we, we are week to week release and Peacock got the first four at once. And so you guys got off to a, a head start. Uh, Plus, we're on Sunday. Oh. What do you watch on? What, what do they uh, watch well, on? Well, well uh, Canada, uh, it's on the, uh, the W network. Mm. Oh. It's on, the w, it's on the W network in Canada, uh, and it's just a weekly release. And so, uh, but I got like the press screening prior, so there you I go. I was going to ask, Cause yeah, because if I was on episode seven, I'd be pissed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we yeah, want the see. season two screeners. Come on, <laughs> we're getting them. We need Jimmy to get on his PR yeah. game and and shake down Peacock for some screeners and for an ad free login. <laughs> I'm watching that. Nice. Yeah, come on. I'll just take the the season two announcement for now. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. If, they so want, if they want to just hurry up and announce it, that'd be great. I don't know what the timeline would be for a season two. Yeah. Yeah, it'd be, go to Spain. Yeah, it'd be awesome if we could get it out at the same time, but I find that hard to believe because we were already shooting this time last year. Well, being in Spain and what you said, like hunkering down there for six months, it's also timing with like the actors and actresses, right? I mean, they have to be available. That that unless there's a contract, um, yes, but there's there's a contract. So yeah. if you're like if for for television, right? Like you, when Vampire Academy calls, we are there. Right? Yeah, there it's go. like cool, 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 cool. Whatever you're doing, get the fuck over here. Like, <laughs> gotcha. That's that's funny. That's they were they were talking about going to Las Vegas um, last episode. Like, uh, so who knows? They might be shooting in the U.S. a little bit. They episode. were, and actually, and you saying that that actually excites me as well because Andre can't go back through the wards, so he's not going to be at Saint Vlad's, which means he will also be out in the human world. That could be cool too. Shoot in some oh. dope, dope locations and stuff. Playing Gambino in yeah. Vegas, <laughs> chasing him down. <laughs> That's what I'm gonna. I'm gonna be teaching Mr. Goy Gambino. That's how I'm gonna convince them to let me be the <laughs> or whatever. So like if I win this game. <laughs> I this is I am the captain now. <laughs> I love that. Did we miss anything in the episode? Because we kind of hopped around, but I thought we did a pretty did. good job. We did. We hopped around. I'm going through my oh, notes. you know, the one thing that I did want to bring up is that it was revealed Sonia's association with the birds is because she made like the same Aww. death pact mm-hmm. with all of the birds because she them back yeah. to life, and that was a great explanation. Me yeah, like, and that was a I great moment. Bird girl. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which was I, hilarious. That the constant reference from Mia to uh to Sonia about the fucking bird lady is hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Episode one, she's just like looking out the balcony talking to Victor. She just yells right at Sonia, What's with the fucking birds? <laughs> uh, but it's beautiful. I mean, I love it. It makes so much sense. I totally forgot about that scene where her and Mikhail are romancing. 
as Jason likes to put it. Um, and, and she is just literally like rezzing a dead bird. I totally just put that out of my mind. Um, but that yeah, makes which, so much sense. By the way, my man, Mikhail, there are red flags and then there are, and that there is resurrecting a bird. <laughs> eyes go black, my guy. Like, yeah. Maybe you missed Tatiana that. was right. Maybe there were signs this man was off his game. <laughs> yeah, but the singing, though. The singing. singing. The voice of an angel, young Big Max Parker has. Wow. Also, in yeah. old, was it like old Maroy? He was yep. singing in... Yeah. They showed, so us, charming. they showed us that he could do it and then fucking killed him that episode, so... Very nice. Do you guys, do you guys like that I keep dodging all these uh, made up languages on these shows that I book? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Watch next next year. They're going to be like Strogoi language. I'll be like, fine. Hey, <laughs> that's so that's close. amazing, Brian. This is for you, and actually, this is for you too, Jason. Yes, we recorded the finale of House of the Dragon last night, and mm-hmm. randomly, Kyle brought up Trigata slang. And first of all, I hadn't heard that in two years we when it when did the hundred rap like so long ago mm-hmm. and Trigate is like and what's the thing that kyle used to say all the time that ended in like down it was like it, he used to say that same phrase i don't know if you jason we definitely did it to you because i was like i need to listen to that jason when you came on to the penultimate episode 15 of the fin- of the final season and mm-hmm. did the recap like this we definitely made kyle do it and when we had Sarah Thompson on, I made him do it to Sarah Thompson. Did he not remember? No, we couldn't remember. It's yeah. been two years since we said it. Yeah, so we were true. like, Puck. it was a geese smack dong or whatever. Dude. <laughs> Get knocked down. No, I, it was... I have no chance with these things, man. I've dodged them so far. And I'm like, yo, that's the big, that's most, you, people don't even know the headaches they would have trying to get me to remember these fake languages. Mm. Yeah. Without a doubt. But they made up the whole language. There are 1,000% going to be fans that speak this shit fluently, and then yep. they're going to come up to me at like conventions, and they're going to speak, and I'm like, I'm so sorry. I got, <laughs> I got no idea. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, Millie Alcock, who played young Rhaenyra, she said that when she had to learn their, their like high Valyrian, Valyrian or whatever, yeah. she made it into like a song. Like She had to like think, like mm. learn it as that, and then she could say it like, yeah. Normal and then Emma, Emma, who plays old Rhaenyra, they said like them and Damon or Matt Smith now have a secret language because they kind of learned it, you know, so sick. sick. Yeah, it is so sick. I just have like, that's a lot of work. Oh, my God. Yeah. Insane. Like, I just I just had to do an audition with like a heavy Spanish accent. And like, even just that, I'm like, bro, this is a real thing. And it's yeah. hard as shit. Like, never mind. It's a fake language. And you're trying to teach yourself. No, thanks. Wait, you have to do a Scottish accent in something soon? Is that what you said? Spanish. Oh, Spanish. Spanish. I think it's Scottish. I was like, damn no, it. No, 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 no. I would fancy that for uh, for a comedy. So that could be fun. That could be fun. Outro. I love that. Yeah. I love so, that. He's keeping it locks. I, I, I won't I ask. You saw I had that little uh, mustache the other day. Okay. On my, uh, on, my, on my Instagram, I posted it's the most ridiculous little mustache. <laughs> <I've ever> <laughs> I love that. Can we just see what it is? Yeah, well, hopefully it pans out so I can like say something because right now I can't say anything because uh, over here I'm going to get sued and not cast. <laughs> <laughs> well, we don't want to do that. No, no. Is it a new show? I'm I'm guessing. I'm like, wait, where no, are no, you? It's, it's, it's it's for a movie. It's for a movie. Oh, it's a movie. I was going to be like Shorzy. I'll start <laughs> no. ripping Canadian shows. With Tasia? Like... With Tasia? 
Oh, I love that. She was. Did you watch season one? I did. Yeah, that show was hilarious. Yeah, it was so good. Right? Did you ever end up watching it? I haven't. I'm waiting to pick it up. I loved Letterkenny, as you know, yeah. but mm-hmm. she got the Tulsi got nominated for something in that. No, it makes sense. She's just hilarious yeah. in it. So she, she got nominated for like the Vancouver Film Awards or whatever. Oh yeah, she's a big character in it. She's great, Brian. You'll Tasia love it. from like Echo from the hundred. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yo. Okay. No, that's just great. another draw for Shorzy. Let's go. Yeah. Oh, it's good. Letterkenny is a ten out of ten. Show. So. I never watched Letterkenny. Mm. You watched Shorzy and not Letterkenny. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Give well, I it watched it because of because of Tasia. I just oh, checked it you're out. Good friend. And it's, and uh, yeah. yeah, he's hilarious. Oh my god, he's so good in Letterkenny, and he plays Shorzy in Letterkenny too. But you never see his mm-hmm. face. That's like the whole bit. If you, like, oh, okay. yeah. if you've mm-hmm. listened to our podcast, whenever Kathleen says, to be fair, it's a thing you have to go, to be fair, to be and fair. say it all snooty like that's an inside <laughs> joke from Letterkenny. Uh, yeah. Letterkenny is really good. I watched however many seasons. What what was it, Brian? 10, 11 seasons? 10 in seasons. 10 days, days or something. But, yeah, like not yeah. even. It started because, as like a YouTube yeah. short. So they're only like 20 minutes tops the episode. So they're quick. Mm-hmm. Yo, speaking of like twenty minutes tops, it's some episodes are actually a little longer. But have you guys seen Steve Carell's The Patient? Yeah, I'm caught up. I'm watching it actually. Oh, wait. Yeah. Did episode ten come out yet? Yeah, yeah, it's done. Oh, oh I haven't seen that one. I I yeah, saw last. I saw. Yeah, it's good and quick. Is, yeah, and it's there's such a great concept. Oh yeah, big time. I'm like, yeah. how the fuck's he ever getting out of that basement? Not even a spoiler yeah. alert. That's like literally the premise yeah. of the show within the first ten minutes. <laughs> Steve Carell? How have I not heard of this? All I can think of is Gru Ooh. from the Minions. Whatever I think of. Steve. That's who you think of when you <laughs> think <laughs> Well, I don't know. The, the internet <laughs> fucking blew up with it. When you oh, when you see Steve Carell, okay, yeah, yeah, he does do that. But I, it's like it's he has so many more iconic like roles like you know, every, time, every time every time I think of Steve Carell I still think of Anchorman. Oh, Anchorman man. playing Brick. Anchor Anchorman is still my go-to for Steve Carell. Mm. Um, yeah. I mean, and, and to think like that the majority of that was all improv. Like, dude, I get like anxiety outbursts when I think about like ever being on set. For like that kind of a shoot, I would yeah. never get through. I would never get through the day. Not <laughs> a chance would I get through the day with these guys improving all day. Like, well, if you see the behind the scenes of all those Anchorman movies, they have uh, they're all just like pissing themselves as Will Ferrell is just wow. going off on tangents. It's He's literally funny yeah. guys. Being never funny. breaks. I, yeah, I would never be able to do that either. It's just three yeah, minutes definitely. of keeping it together, and then mm-hmm. just like cracking up, and then like you know three more minutes of getting it together. Yeah. It's hard enough when it's dialogue, like like scripted dialogue, if it's delivered yeah. funny. It's hard enough not to laugh. Never mind when it's just improvised and you are not expecting whatever wild shit comes out of their mouth. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's impossible. Or no way. Well, that's when bloopers are king, right? Those kind of movies and shows, the bloopers yeah. are just out of control. Yeah. <laughs> yeah Stupid yeah. shit people say. Well, we'll get, to, love... we'll get to get you on an improv um, movie or something. I'll get my oh, agents yeah. on it. Oh, you know, you know what's actually funny? So Charmed, when I was on Charmed, they asked me to open a scene. I'm fine with it now, but they asked me to open a scene on Charmed improv. Bro, when I tell you like how quickly I get like anxious sweats when people are, like just improv the opening of this scene. I was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, all right, fine. And then I always do it fine. Yeah. But I hate like I hate I've never felt like, oh yeah. 
I'm always just like, eh, you're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> nice thing, bro. Because like when it's scripted, like I will say, because like, I know some people who are like, oh, I don't like do this or this on camera or whatever. I'm down for whatever because it's scripted. I don't care. Like you can't call me an idiot. I didn't, you know. Yeah, but when it's, imp- when it's improvised or like when you're doing something like this or like a, a like a late night show or something, and then it's like, no, if I say something stupid, that's me. Yeah, <laughs> that's me that says something stupid. So that's why I hate doing that shit. Makes sense. Yeah, totally makes sense. Yeah, like they're just because I remember like you just on set and you improvise something outrageous, especially if you're trying to be comedic. Sometimes just ridiculous shit comes out of your mouth, and then someone is just always there to be like. Mm. <laughs> yeah thank okay. god for editing because i would be in so yeah. much trouble with this podcast Seriously. with the amount of bullshit <laughs> yeah. that i just spit oh i know dude i'm telling you there's times like when you're in the middle of riffing and there's like oh shit <laughs> <laughs> like, the last five minutes is unusable <laughs> Damn. well that always reminds me of like people who can't curse on these types of things like Jenny Slate, I don't know if you know her from like she's Mona Lisa Saperstein on um, on Parks and Rec. And she's she has a lot of good roles. She's a comedian. She was on SNL. And during her first season, she dropped an F-bomb and got fired. But you don't mean to, you know, it's like it's yeah, just, exactly. it's like um or like at this point. You're like fucking whatever. And then you're just like. No, exactly. like her career. And then yeah. she, she's great. She's fine. She's also Marcel the shell, the voice of it, if that rings more of a bell. I had no idea. No, also, no. But that, that is, <laughs> that, is but that is my exact but that is my exact fear. I'm like, you just say something, you're like, and eh, there goes that. And then what do you do? You just you just awkwardly stare like <laughs> take it from the top. <laughs> you just stare at Jimmy Kimmel. You're just like <laughs> You can cut that, right? <laughs> is it, yeah. Is this live or can... <laughs> that's awesome. All right. Let's loop it back to Vampire Academy. Do what are our final thoughts? For me. I thought it was a great show. I was so pleasantly surprised by the show. It, it, I'm watching True Blood right now as well with my girlfriend. So this is, it's vampire time. I just watched First Kill, which also was a vampire show, which got canceled, unfortunately, on Netflix. And this was like a breath of fresh air. I mean, it's different, right? All the elementalist shit, good love stories, good acting, amazing butts, as we've said. Um, I thought it was great. I need this season to pick up. And that's my final thoughts. Y'all, I loved it. I mean, I just see a complete war setting up between Mister Goy and the Maroy and the Royals and Dampiers. It's it's such a cool concept of of how it's shaping up and where we started from season one to now. Um, I mean, the the ability to change characters, like not kill them off, but just completely change them into Stragoy. And then they're, they're still in the show, but like completely different is such a unique aspect. Um, and it's so fun to think about. And, and that's all I see. I just see like Stragoy, Andre, Stragoy, Victor leading a Stragoy army with Tatiana against, you know, all these guardians trying to protect these Royals. So I'm super excited and I can't wait to see what happens. We'll save the best for last here and let Jason go last, but I couldn't agree more. I think we're all on the same page. Um, I kind of went into this thinking, okay, vampire show, let's see what they got. And then by episode like two or three, I was just like, is it Thursday yet? Well, I'm sorry. They gave us the first four. So by (laughs) episode five, I was like, is it 
Thursday yet? I need some more. I need answers to this. But like you guys were saying, like I, I was not ready for the political like savviness of this show. It's a Julie Plex show. So in season two, I'm just expecting her to bust this thing wide open. And I want to say screw IMDb because the show's overall rating is a 6.2. And if you go into the episode by episode ratings, the lowest one is the pilot at a 7.0. Other than that, <laughs> Seven, 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 eight, and af- by episode four, it's all eight or above. The second half is all like eight point five or above, which is like a solid, solid, solid show. Yeah. And the first season, they were just trying to get their footing. So, like, this is a quality show, well deserving of a season two. And I think they have it locked and loaded for a great, interesting season two. So, come on, Peacock, the fix is out. It's obvious because we are the greatest vampire show that has ever hit the small screen hey man <laughs> um, but no that, i like obviously we appreciate that very much and also yeah, i'm very happy with it man i think uh there's enough in this show that like differentiates it from other vampire shows mm-hmm. because there are there is a lot of vampire content and there is yeah. um but ironically, there really isn't, at least in season one, there wasn't like a super focus on the vampire aspect of the show. Mm-hmm. Right? Like the Strogoi were the most vampire the the show got, and they were just sprinkled in here and there. The rest of it was the romance, and the rest of it was um, the political drama and everything going on with spirit and all that, which is another strength of the show. Because if you're someone, if you're someone that loves the romance and, and all that kind of stuff then we certainly have that mm. and if you're if you're not so much into that and you're like uh we have the political storyline and and all and then all the action in the show as well so uh yeah i think everyone nailed it man i think uh i think it's great and i'm very excited about where it leaves off for episode two or for episode two for season two so pick us up peacock what the <laughs> fuck oh yeah my dudes my girls let's let's pick it up yeah, I wish I had a surprise, a surprise official announcement here. But could you imagine if to you drop that, that on Also, could you imagine they give it to me to drop? Not with <laughs> uh, fucking come down the call sheet to Jason Diaz to announce. I love the that. Renewal of season two. Wow, I can't wait. I have a feeling it's coming soon. It's got to come soon. They've got to make a decision. So I would hope so. I would. Ho- I, I I was hoping they would announce it before the pilot drop because that's always fun when a studio uh yeah when you when you get into a show knowing that there's more coming but um now that it's done hopefully because i don't know what goes into those decisions so hopefully they look at whatever metrics they need to and then um get back i mean the sooner the better would be much much appreciated they could just announce it yeah, maybe they're waiting for like Canada and the other countries to finish because I don't know about the other countries as well. Maybe mm-hmm. they're just waiting for them to r- wrap it up and see how it lands and et cetera, like the viewership and stuff. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know how much Peacock. Um, I, I have no idea. Like because mm-hmm. Peacock is American exclusive, they might be focusing on specifically on what the American numbers are. But yeah, oh. hopefully. I'm keeping it on a repeat, trying to get those numbers up then. I have seen this season so many times. It's ridiculous. <laughs> I love that. You're a fan. I love that you're a fan so of the shows many. you're on. I, I'm a fan of the shows I'm on for sure, but also a lot of it is um, 
like I, I've seen I've seen the season quite a few times, but like episodes nine and ten, I've seen like a hundred times. You guys yeah. understand? Uh, but because I get super OCD over my own performances, so I sit there and drive Kimberly crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like, like this girl can recite episode nine and ten to you for sure. I love that. Or at That's least my scenes, anyway. Um, not by choice. Not by choice. <laughs> well, that is the episode, right? That was our episode ten coverage of the finale. Praying for a season two. Thank you, Jason, for joining us. Always a pleasure. Yeah. Can't wait to have you back and do your um whatever accent you're doing, Scottish, Spanish, whatever it is. Can't wait <laughs> to have mustache. you back for, for every show you're ever on for the rest of time. You know we're a fan. We, we you know we're covering it. That that's the that's the thing. 100%. So um, but yeah, we are Binge Town TV. Thanks for listening. And thank you, Jason. There you go. And thank you, Jason. Of course. Yeah, I cut that, I cut that one short. <laughs> You're listening to the Geekscape Network.